Well, it is that time of the month again. I don't know how time goes so incredibly fast, but it is officially the last Friday of August. If you're coming to this later, it's totally okay. <laughs> but for those of you that are following along to my monthly real life recaps that I've been doing since January, I've committed to doing one of them every single month for the entire year of 2021. So you can follow along with my journey as a work from home mom, um, my journey as a person that literally just decided that she was going to start a business and start a podcast. And we're just going to talk about what that growth has been like, how balancing all of it really goes down, not just what you see on Instagram, although you guys know I'm pretty real about stuff. Um, and I have shared every lick of this experience every single month. So you can go back and you can look at <laughs> um, every single month and you can follow along. And it's been really, really fun. I've had some really high highs and I've had some really low lows. And this month is no stranger to both of those feelings. I'm so excited to get in and share with you what the month of August brought me. A lot of really hard lessons really hard lessons as a business owner um, and a lot of just unexpected epic failures in motherhood met with a lot of really, really sweet notes um, in all of the areas. I also have some really fun stuff that I'm going to talk to you about um, when it comes to how I balance marriage and all of this. So today's episode is going to be really awesome. I'm super looking forward to sharing my experiences with you and giving you the exact format for how you can start doing this exact same kind of analysis in your life so that you can continuously reach your goals the way that you want to. All right, what do you say? Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. are going to flip flop things just a smidge in this episode. So this is not the seventh. That was July. So we're not halfway through. Mm, that's okay. We'll do it in the eighth month. Why not? I'm going to take what I normally do at the very end of these episodes where we look at why you or me typically do or don't reach your goals. And I'm going to give you that right out of the gate. So if you've been following along with me this entire time, you will have heard this by now, but if this is your first time listening to one of these things, write this down. You all should be writing this down. You should actually be listening to these as you're doing your own recap for your month as you've been juggling all the things too. And you can look at all of the pillars in your life. You might have to replace one of your pillars because maybe your life isn't exactly like mine. Maybe you work outside of the home. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe your kids are grown. Like, 
Maybe you're not married, maybe whatever, but you can still do this exact same thing in your own life, regardless of what your main pillars are. My four pillars are obviously my home, my business, my marriage, my kids, not in that order, but sometimes <laughs> it's okay. Uh, that's just the way they came out. Don't judge me. Don't send me hate mail. Um, so this is what I do. This is how I really look at, did I reach my goals? Yes or no? Great. Why? Like, what is the why behind it? And this is how you can figure out why you are or aren't reaching your goals. So we're going to start here and then we're going to jump into mine. Um, one of them is, is routines. Okay. So we're going to look at routines, time blocks, and fundamental needs. If you look in all three areas of this, of your life in these three specific categories, your routines, your time blocking, and your fundamental needs, you will always find the answer to why you are or aren't reaching your goals. It's that simple. Every time it works every time, every time I sit down and I look at, well, what's happening? Why didn't I reach my goals? In, in, in being a work from home mom, right? I can look at this, my routines, my time blocking and my fundamental needs. Some things are out of our control. That's great. That is what it is. And then we choose how we respond to it and we move forward. Right. But when it comes down to the things that are, that are within our control, <laughs> we're talking about the things that are, are, that are within our control. We're looking at what were our routines like? What were your routines like for the month of August? Ask yourself that question, write that down on a piece of paper and go through and look at it. Mine, my nighttime routine, your morning routine, my sensory routines, my before and school, before and after school routines, my cleaning routines. What were those look like? Well, straight out the gate, my, my cleaning routines have gone to a dark place in a hand basket. If you know my mother, you know that saying, um, it's just not been well, <laughs> it's not it's not been well. And every time I'm like, can we please hire a house cleaner? We are not upholding our zone cleaning every week. It's been a month. It's just been a month. We're doing it. We're doing the bare minimum and it shows. Okay. So that's one. And you're going to see when I talk about, <laughs> did I reach my goals in my home in the month of August? you're going to find out what the answer is, right? And so my before and after school routines, they've been awesome. They've been great. A couple days have not been great because I didn't get my bum out of bed on time. So obviously, but when we look at the big picture, right? And we'll talk about that, but this is what I go through and this is what I look at. This is how I know why am I not reaching my goals? Because what I really want you to get out of listening to this journey, listening to this episode is I want you to learn how to stop emotionally responding to your life and stop spiraling out of control. You have all of the ability that you will ever need to do exactly what you want with your life right now. No one else in your family needs to change. Your husband doesn't need to be different. Your kids don't need to be different. Nothing, your schedule doesn't need to be different. Nothing needs to be different except for what you choose to do with your time, your routines and your fundamental needs. That's it. Start there. Just start there. Okay. So then when we look at our time blocking, what have you been doing with your time? Do you have the five block system in place? How have you been honoring your time blocks? Mine have been great. I've been showing up for my work block. I've been doing great. Like I really have been doing well. There's been a few times when, my, when Blaine and I go to bed a little bit late, but we don't even care because it's fun. And we like having fun and I'm, 
not as stiff and rigid as most people think a one on the Enneagram are and a systemized woman is. Like I like to have fun and it's okay. And because I'm systemized and because I have plans in place, I can throw all caution into the air and let it flow past me one evening and stay up until 10 o'clock at night like a rock star, you know? It's okay. It's really not a big deal. If every once in a while things don't go according to plan, ladies, I get this question all the time. Well, what do you do when you don't do your zone cleaning? I have dirty toilets. That's what. My toilets are dirty right now. Three, two out of three of my toilets are dirty. And you know what? Three out of three might be, but it's been a long time since I've been in that bathroom upstairs. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm just being real. Let's just be really honest. I actually did just go in there the other day and it's clean because we cleaned it out of order. And so the other toilets that got cleaned on the last zone cleaning, that one didn't get cleaned with it. It got cleaned a week later. So in a week from now, if we have not done zone one, which is no zone two, zone one is the kitchen and living room, zone two, which is the bathrooms, then that toilet will be hanging out with the other two toilets in house. <laughs> we can laugh at this now, but if I let this go a week longer, which it will not, this weekend is the weekend. Blaine better hope that he gets ordered in and has to work tomorrow because when he gets home, tomorrow is a work day here too. And it is, it's going to be all hands on deck and it's probably just going to be my hands but that's okay i can handle it so that is one of the fundamental needs we have not been keeping up with one of the routines that we have not been keeping up with um but everything else in my time blocks has been great and everything else in my fundamental needs has been great we've been doing our to-dos uh already talked about cleaning uh date night we've kept meal planning has been really good um i've been playing with Costco. And so anytime you mess with your routines, things get a little out of sync. And so we've been a little out of sync, but I'm still making sure that food is there and menu cards are done. For the most part, we had one week where we didn't do them because I was really trying to stretch my food. And that's the other thing that I've been working with is when I am at the very end of what's left over from the Costco run, it's like, there's nothing to make a meal out of. You guys are just getting what's on your plate kind of thing. So maybe I just needs to make a menu card. If you have a name for what that card should be. Somebody told me one time, I think, I don't think they called it a potluck. They called it something else. And it was like the best name ever. And I said I was going to put a menu card up for that. So if you're listening, this was like a while ago. If you know that name for what that menu card should be when you just put whatever is like, I'm talking like the freezer waffle and like the lunch meat, the three slices that are left and the sugar snap peas and you call it a dinner. (laughs) That kind of card. I need a name for that kind of card and I need like four of them and those need, no, we only do that like two or three nights and then it's like okay we got to go to the grocery store so I've been playing with this whole like Costco thing right and so that's kind of interfered with how I've been meal planning a little bit but family fun's been great working out is going really well obviously we've been doing our Sunday sit down all those things have been working out really well so now that you can see this is what I look back at and I assess and I do this very lightly because I've been doing it so often and these things are really just integrated in my life now. But for you, you're really going to want to sit down and look at, okay, write out my list of fundamental needs. If I did not reach my goal 
in motherhood. Why? What part, what fundamental need am I not doing that I know if I did it, it would absolutely have changed the outcome of this major epic fail or even just this minor fail or the, just this like pain point in my motherhood for the past month. And then you're going to want to know without swinging on the pendulum, right? Cause this is where this I'm doing massive air quotes right now. This balancing act comes from, it's about learning how much you need to give to what thing, how many times a week and where you're putting that in your time blocks and how you can do it routinely. Go back and listen to that and write it all down because that is the key formula for how to start reaching your goals over and over and over and over again, month after month, after month, after month, week after week, after week, after week. Okay. Uh, just a little side note for you guys. I am going to be alone for the next 24 hours and I'm real juiced up about it. You are catching me recording this podcast episode on an extremely exciting day. So you're getting all of the energy and all of the feels. All right, let's talk about how I reached my goals in the month of August. Now that you know the breakdown for it, I'm going to dive into what it's looked like for me. Um, most of the time I just give like a resounding yes, because I'm an optimistic and insanely positive person most of the time. And I would say that that probably holds true except for my house. Um, it's just not been great. We had a birthday party and I've just really given way to letting it not overwhelm and stress me out. I just really have. And I've let it be what it is. And now we're, we're going to get back to ground zero and it's going to be fine. But as far as really pouring into my home and making that a labor of love and a source of, of having a servant heart and how I care for my home. I've heard the voice in the back of my head a few times. It's like, man, Blaine is working really, really hard and you are not. <laughs> and you should probably stop taking that for granted. You know, like he does a lot around here because it's just his nature. Like if he sees a dish, he has to clean it. Like he hates it, you know? So he's in the kitchen a lot. And, you know, I'm typically the one that like leaves a shoe somewhere and like my hair ties over there and like the girls, like our kitchen island has been clean for months and this and right now it has like three or four things on it. And that's all me because I've not been like cracking the whip, you know, like Chelsea just go put it away or don't let the kids put it there or whatnot. So I've just been really lax with that. And I think maybe I just needed that because of other things that I had have had going on in the month of August. It's just been there's just kind of been a lot in my business. And so I have really looked at that and, and I know exactly what needs to be done. Make sure you do not skip that one to two hours a week to clean your home. I've been trying to do it on the weekends. And when I have everyone home to help me, that works great. But when Blaine works at the fire station on the weekends, I can't get everything that needs to be done on the weekends done by myself. It's too much. I'm just like physically exhausted taking care of children, doing all the grocery shopping, setting up all the calendars, setting up my workflow, making sure that the entire zone is completely done, that the house is completely tidy, getting the kids to church and home from church, interpreting in church, like all of those things. Plus we had birthday party one weekend, like it just, it was not happening and I couldn't do it by myself. And so I think you know, when I look at that, I'm like, okay, you can give yourself some grace. You don't always perform like that. You don't, ever neglect your home. But I, I do kind of feel like I've just been like, all right, we're living in this place as it is. And that's what it's been like. So that's what it's been like in my house. Um, so yeah, 
Did I reach my goals? No, because that's not my goal to live that way. So I'll just give that a no. I'll give that a no in the month of August. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really just sitting here pausing for a moment, looking at what did I do well in my home this month? I don't really have anything that pops out at me. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, I'm okay with it. I kept up on laundry. Pretty good. So sit and look just like that. Have these conversations with yourself. Take a moment of pause. Ask yourself, is there anything that you did well? And I don't really beat myself up in that department, as you can tell, um, because our house is relatively well kept regardless. You know, I did keep my plants alive another month. That's been going strong since the start of COVID. I got plants just before COVID hit house plants and they're like thriving. So I'm really proud of that. Not that that's really all that hard for me anymore. <laughs> Little things I've been doing, you know, here and there. But my house is not like in A condition. It's like in C condition right now. So C condition is is getting a no and that's it. It's, it's just getting a no. If it was a D, it would be hard fail. But it's not a D, it's a C. So we'll do better next month, okay? Let's look at my motherhood. Motherhood's been awesome. It's been really good in a lot of departments. There's just one small area that it's like my kryptonite, I swear. Um, and we all have those areas, right? So I, we went back to school. I was homeschooling for almost two years in combination with Frankie's grandmother. She was like the lead homeschooler there because she was a retired school teacher. And so she took on most of the work, really most of the work there. Um, and we transitioned out of that into Frankie Joe back in school, Bailey May in school. Bailey's kind of in school full time. She signed up to go full time, but she's, we don't put her there all the time. Sometimes she's home. We had sick kiddos in the month of August. And I will tell you this, not one time of that was I stressed. And that is a huge improvement for me. I didn't feel stressed about their sickness. I didn't feel stressed about what I wasn't getting done in my business. I didn't feel stressed about what I wasn't getting done in my house. Clearly, I didn't let it stress me in my marriage because a lot of times when kids get sick, it puts an enormous strain on Blaine. Like, because there's so much extra work that I have to do when the kids are sick, I'm the nurturer, I'm the caretaker. He is not. We just, we just know that now. He is loving, but he's not. A nurse. He's not a nurturer. He is a paramedic. So that's great when we have like major boo-boos, knock on wood, we've never really had a horrible one, but like if there could be, he is like king, very champ. But when it comes to like, oh, the baby has a fever and a stuffy nose and mom's going to hold and rock her and wipe her head <laughs> with a wet towel, like all the things he's like, what is happening? I'm like, the kids are sick. That's what's happening. I loved every minute of it. And I've never felt that way. And I think it was just the transition to my kids being back in school. And I was so grateful to be a work from home mom that didn't have to drop her kids off sick, that didn't have to worry about calling out of work and potentially losing my job or not get paid. Like I didn't have to worry about any of that, which I used to have to do that, you know, especially when I was a single mom and I had a job and I didn't know who's going to take care of my kids when they were sick. Like it was horrible. So I just had so much peace and so much comfort and so much love for my kids when they were sick. I loved taking care of them and I did not feel frustrated, which 
so many of us are like, and they were out of school for a week. It's just like a week, just, just a week did not go according to plan. But I don't know. I just, I just flowed with it. I allowed myself to sit on the couch a few times with the laptop and do my work, which I never do when I'm with my kids and with my kids, when I'm doing my work, I'm doing my work. If my kids are home and I'm doing my work, I'm in my office and they know like <laughs> when I say I'm in my office, I mean, I'm in my bedroom slash my office and they know that they need to knock on the door. They need to ask permission. And I, and I'm in here for like a very short amount of time. And then I come out so that they don't just always see that mom is with her laptop. But I did that when they were sick. So I could sit next to them so that I could hop up at any given moment and give them whatever they needed. And I was so grateful for that. So it was just really good. But that one thing, and I will air my dirty laundry. When I get frustrated, I get loud. I snap sometimes, not like a bad snap. Like I just get frustrated. So I've been apologizing a lot in August. Mom's sorry she got mad. Mom's sorry that she got loud when she was frustrated. Mom's allowed to feel frustrated, but I need to be nice whenever I feel frustrated. I'm really sorry I did that. And I've been doing that a lot. It's been a humbling experience, but it is what it is. I'm working on changing that lineage and it's not easy. And I am all for all of us talking about what is hard for us. And it is really hard sometimes. There's this weird thing that happens in my brain when more than one person is asking me something at a time, I literally just want to like zipper everyone's mouths closed. I'm like, I cannot do this, especially if there's like the radio on. And I really genuinely, maybe you guys are like this and you can prove my theory wrong, but I really do think it's because I'm an interpreter. I have been an interpreter for so long. My brain processes sound and puts it into another language immediately. I don't have any control over it anymore. I'm constantly thinking in multiple languages. And when everyone's talking to me at the same time, my brain is trying to filter meaning the entire time. So <laughs> I just am like, everybody needs to stop talking right now. One person at a time, we take turns. And so, you know, just working with myself and trying to be a human that everyone wants to live with is important <laughs> all of the time, even when I'm frustrated. And when I know we got to get out the door and somebody's over here trying to do this thing and I'm hurting cats and I only have two of them, bless you that have eight or three or any number in between there. Like I only have two and I'm still like, where are all the pieces? Everyone, yeah, everyone needs to be in the car, right? So that morning routine has been absolutely blissful because I know what time I need to start hurting cats so that we're not actually late. And it like this morning, Frankie comes around the door all ready to go. And she has like massive bedhead. I'm like, Hey sis, did you brush your hair? Nope. I'm like, Oh, you better go do it. Cause bus is leaving with or without you. And she's like, Oh cool. I get to stay home from school today. I'm like, yep, you sure do. And you don't get to go to Nana's and spend the, spend the night tonight. So you better get in the car. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's fun. I love nine-year-olds. Nine-year-olds learn really fun things to, to talk back to their moms. That's been really fun. And so there's been like all, and Bailey's like going to school and she's learning that four-year-olds don't have super intelligible speech like she does. And so she's copying them and she's talking like a baby 24 seven. And I'm like, what is happening to my world? So there's been like this huge shift in motherhood where I'm really having to take a moment of pause before I open my mouth. That is one place that I have been doing okay in. I'll give myself like a, a high C grade, maybe a B grade, but I really truly like 
have been doing so great in every other area. So I'm giving myself a yes, you reached those goals. And the other thing, you guys, I found this resource called the Daily Grace Company. You may all know about it already. They have some incredible, for those of you that want and like or are curious about biblical um, like resources, information, uh, journaling, magazines, the most beautiful things you've ever seen in your life, check them out. And I just got some really good stuff for moms, like hymns for moms. I love to sing to my kids. And so I've been pouring into my motherhood in that way as well. We got these conversation cards, which we love conversation cards. It's one of the things that we do at the dinner table. And when I was a kid, we had our daily bread and it was like this little plastic bread loaf and you would pull them out and we would read them. Some Everybody would pick one, we'd read them. Well, we don't. I don't have those. My mother has them. They're like in a box that cannot be touched by anyone. I don't even know where they are. I should ask her for them. Oh, I think she gave them to my brother actually. So that's fine. We have our daily, (laughs) everything gets given to my brother. People are afraid I'm going to throw things away. It's okay. I do throw a lot of things away, but not prized possessions, right? So we have ones from Chick-fil-A and I just got some from the Daily Grace Company that actually allows us to open up conversations about our faith which is really exciting for our family. So I'm really, I'll just say I'm really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself, even though there's this one thing that I don't get right most of the time. I really am working on it. And motherhood's been a a joy in the month of August. It's just been pure joy. I've loved every minute of it. I've been hugging my kids more. I've been looking them in the eyes more. I've been feeding them the meals that I want to feed them most of the time. And it's just been a great month. Okay. Let's look at, let's look at my business. We'll save my marriage for last. Business um, made me cry a lot this month. I got some nasty emails from people. I got a really, so <laughs> I, you guys, I literally am like a normal person. <laughs> like I'm just a person that grew up in a really tiny house didn't have tons of money. My parents worked blue collar jobs. I went to school. I was super social. I did all the things. And then I went to college and then I had a career. I'm literally like every other American in the world, right? Like I'm just super the same. And then I decided I was going to start a business and I really, really feel passionate about it. And I had a business with my mom, but it was more like a hobby business, right? We did it because we loved it and we loved each other and we loved the time together. And we both had that that time and that ability to be able to do that. Well then, you know, now here I am and this business is like a thing. And in order for me to honor where and what I'm doing in my first calling as a wife and as a mom, I really have to be able to keep the reins on the business side And I'm not the person that gets so sucked in that I will neglect those other things. But I do realize that I can't do this alone. And so I've started outsourcing some of my work and I did that for a while. And then I realized, wow, I really could take on an executive assistant, somebody that can really, really help and make this company amazing, like actually start growing a team. And so I did. And I was without someone for a couple weeks. And so that threw off all of my systems, everything that I had been doing for six months in my business that I had help with just from like a very 
very short like assistant, but still they were doing like three-ish hours a week for me, three to five-ish, sometimes five-ish, three hours gone, right? And so now I'm like, okay, we're just going to do the best that we can while I'm trying to find somebody else. Well, it took me like three weeks to find somebody else, got pretty deep into that training, and then major unexpected life thing happened for that individual and they had to completely release themselves from the work that they were going to be doing and it devastated me (laughs) for so many reasons that I've already grown through in a very short amount of time I've been so blessed brought somebody else on the team absolutely incredible like I'm so happy that I didn't give up because if you ask my friends that I'm in a mastermind with (laughs) I was like I can't do this I can't I was like so defeated for like six hours I let myself have a pity party for like six hours I was like I don't I'm just I was tired you know just like just so tired and there's really so many things and then when you're getting inundated and here's here was the real kicker there were people that and this is just every single opportunity, every single situation that happens to us is an opportunity for us to think about how we're going to respond. There's always an opportunity for growth. There's always an opportunity for learning. <clears throat> and I went through it and I am better for it. And I'm so happy. But in the moment, it was hard to get emails from people criticizing my response time and my not being genuine and, and how much of an inauthentic person I am. And I recognize that when emails come from people like that, that they really are struggling in their own life. And I do understand that. But still, when I knew that I was truly in the month of August doing everything that I could to honor with all of my heart and steward everything that was on my plate so well, and then to just get nastiness in my inbox. It was it was sad. It was hard and it hurt me. And I realized that those things are just going to happen and it's okay. And so we're in a great place now. <laughs> we're in a really great place now and I'm just so excited for the opportunity for growth. It was hard when I was in it, but I realized that this really is something that is is changing my family's life. It's changing your lives. For every one not so nice email or DM that I get, there truly are hundreds of other amazing amazing testimonies and just like love that's poured out to me and I I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that you listen I'm grateful for the fact that you know that this is this is just my journey and I'm here to learn about what I've been called to do right alongside of you and I'm doing my very best and that's all that you can do and you're doing your very best and that's all that you can do and you have to give yourself grace and there's not much more that you could ever ask out of anyone other than to try your very best and so If you're here listening to this podcast 
and you're taking notes and you're downloading the resources and you're getting inside of the group. And whenever you feel called to take the next step, you actually do, do it. You don't cower in fear. You don't make excuses. You don't blame your spouse. You don't blame your kids. You don't blame your circumstances. You don't blame your health. Like you actually get up and take responsibility for the things. Who cares what it looks like? At the end of the day, who cares? Like that, that is all you could ever ask for is just that you're doing your very best. Learn all the way through it, learn all the way through it and, and be better for it on the other side. That is what I learned in the month of August with my business. So did I reach my goal in, in the month of August? Absolutely, I totally did. I totally did. And I, it, didn't, it didn't come in an easy way by any means, um, but that's okay. Sometimes it doesn't. Some months are really easy and some months are really hard in, in a lot of different ways, but it has been absolutely glorious learning from everything that happened, right? Okay, let's talk about our marriage. Here's this here's this thing that I want to talk about when it comes to balancing all of the things and still trying to be a partner with your spouse. No matter, <laughs> we're just going to stumble over words now because this, here's a lot. There's, it's hard. You guys, it is hard. And please hear me now and know this. Yes, like I truly adore my husband. Like he, he's good, but he's a man. He is just like your husband in a lot of ways. And I've had a lot of people be like, oh, Chelsea just, she just scored it good with that one. You know, he loves to do Sunday sit down and he loves to do cleaning blocks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> uh, no, you guys, like he thought I was crazy for the longest time. And I was, like I was crazy. A lot of the times when I came to him, I was crying and I had snot and I had tears and I was upset and I was angry and I yelled and it was terrible. Um, when I was creating these systems, because I knew, I even told him last night, we had a couple a couple hiccups. There, there were more than hiccups. We had some indigestion. I don't know where these things come from. We had some fires that had to be put out in our marriage this month, like everybody does, you know? But the way, how, how does that affect me as the woman that is trying to do her very best in her home and with her kids and in her business? I just talked to Blaine about it again last night. Like, if you want me to be high performing as a woman, as the mother of your children, as the keeper of the home that you live in, as the woman that is running this business that you fully support, we got to show up together because I cannot. I can not. And I just told him again, and he's like, I know, I know. And he knows. I'm like, Blaine, it debilitates me. It isn't. You and I are the foundation of everything that will ever happen in both of our lives. And when we are not operating as a team, I cannot, I can't do my very best. It's not possible. We're supposed to be operating in sync. And I'm not talking about like 100% of the time. I mean, when there is major, major, like we're at complete odds and we're not working through it, 
when I'm left alone because he has other things that he needs to go and focus on and we have not talked about how we're going to support each other through that, that's when it gets really hard. That's when the house falls to pieces. When I don't have the help that I need, that's when it all falls to pieces. Like, like I said, and sometimes it's not even like, it's not even his fault or my fault. It's just, he worked on the weekend, right? He had, he was on shift two out of three days or sometimes he gets ordered in and he's gone for three days straight or two days straight. Like we never know what that's going to look like. And I just, (laughs) I can't stress it enough to you as much as I've stressed it to him. It really does needs to be at the forefront of your mind on learning how to work together with your husband. And and our husbands are all going to be different. Some of them are going to love to support you. And some of them have no idea how to do that. You're going to have to be the one to teach them. I've had to teach Blaine. I have completely had to teach Blaine. And most of the time, he's sweet as pie and he's receptive, but not always. In the beginning, he certainly was like, why are you making me sit here for hours on end looking at highlighters and writing lists? And there have been so many times that he's come off shift and he's been like, why are you so militant? Why are you making me do this list? This is stupid. Like, just frustrated because he needs time and space to wind down from being at work, right? And I'm like, oh, he's home, he's home, he's home. And I'm so excited. And it's never a bad thing, but it's, How do we learn to work together? How do we learn that I'm not being militant? I'm not giving you lists. You said last week that you wanted to help me. This is the only way that I know how to show you. Do you need me to teach you a different way? I'm sorry. And so it's that. That is what it looks like is just constantly coming back to the table with your spouse and saying, I'm sorry. That is not how I meant that. This is what I was looking for instead. Is there a better way for me to do it? And just know that there's so much room for improvement at all times, but it's never going to happen all at once. You have to start right now in yourself. You have to start right now with you, with how you manage your time, with what you need your fundamentals to be, with what's lacking in you as a mother, as a human as a person that has to walk around in your body, what do you need? And the only way for you to be able to approach your partner and ask for the support that you're dying for is if you can actually articulate it. That is, that is all. It really has to come down to you and what you need and learning over time how to ease into asking and teaching and being patient over and over and over again for you both to learn a new way to work together. If you have kids in the mix, this, everything I just said is for you and it's for real. And every single time the kids go into a new phase, it puts pressure on us as moms and it automatically puts pressure on our marriages. And so these, these communication systems that Blaine and I have, our daily download at the end of the day is like the number one thing. When we don't do it, guess what happens? You know, it's like one day turns into two days, it turns into a week and I feel completely disconnected and he doesn't know what's going on. And it's like, we have to have a daily download at the end of every single day. Inside of the Academy, 
there's actually a cheat sheet for all of the communication systems that Blaine and I use. And it literally, it's, it is a very gender neutral little five by seven card that the girls print out and they keep for them to be able to know these are like the hot topics that we should probably be talking about on a regular daily, weekly, sometimes bi-weekly or monthly basis in order for us to stay connected in all of the major areas of our marriage, like finances and, and our home and our scheduling, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes it's not Blaine's favorite thing. And so I don't always, I try not to put pressure on him to do it. And then I just wait and I wait patiently. And when things start to get rough, I say, hey, we haven't done our daily download in like days. And this is why. I would really love it if we could just hold space at the end of the day for five minutes just to check in with each other. And it's it's been a lot of that. Looking back at the month of August, I would say that Blaine and I have done a tremendous job. Um, our conflict resolution is growing by leaps and bounds. And just me as like a wife, I've gotten really good at being able to maintain and really pour into every element of my marriage even when I'm uncertain of, does he understand me? Does he support me? Does he need something from me? My, my ability to really be confident in every area of my life when I'm not entirely certain what's going on with me and him or how to support him, it's growing. And I'm really, it's something I've been working on. Right. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And it it shows in, in what we've been dealing with around here, because it's not easy to be a woman that wants to upholds traditional values and traditional roles while also being completely and utterly modernized, I guess is the best way that I can put it. Um, Like I'm running a business from my laptop and from this microphone. Like I don't, it's just, it's different, you know? And I know that for a lot of us, it's like, yeah, that's just the way that the world works. But in the grand scheme of things, growing up, Blaine and I did not envision our lives to look like this at all. He didn't envision that his wife would have this type of business. And I didn't envision it for myself either. It's still relatively new for us. There's a lot of growing pains with it. There's just a lot of internal conversations that I have on a regular basis on what it means to be a woman that's even just, you know, trying to run a business, let alone really trying to pour into her home and her marriage and her kids and and her extended family and her community and her local community. Like there's just a lot of things that I'm constantly thinking about and, and really just trying to do my very best in every area of my life, just like you are. So I'm really quite pleased with the month of August and I'm ending it on a high note (laughs) with this random day where my kids are going to be hanging out with their grandmother and I get to hammer out a bunch of work, set up some things and really just enjoy myself. So I know we still have a few days left of August, but that's okay. September is coming. It is the last month of Q3. And then we are rolling into Q4. Can you believe it? I cannot. We're going to have a special podcast episode on the fourth quarter of 2021. There are the most unbelievable and epic things coming to ChelseaJoe.co in Q4. You better hold on to your britches because I can't even believe it's about to be real. I really can't. There's just 
the things that I can't even mention yet are going to knock your socks off. You're going to be so excited. I'm so excited. Stay tuned. Q4 is coming. I cannot wait to hear what your month of August was like. I'm excited to go through September with you. Get inside of the Facebook group. And please, if you're still here listening to this and you're not inside of the Academy yet and you want to be, stop waiting. Just go do it. It's, it's truly, it is truly worth every single penny. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. I've been in a lot of programs and I've been in some good ones and I pour into that program. It is amazing. It's amazing. And if you want to get your life systemized, that's the place to do it. If you want support from women that are doing the exact same thing as you, that's the place to do it. That's all I have to say about that. I'm going to go enjoy my weekend. I hope you do too. And until next time, I will see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.